Welcome to the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. I am your host, traveler of the world's oceans, crusher of notorious foes as I go, and sinker of countless ships. Out of fear, people call me the Dynast of Destruction. Remember my name well. Captain Bill! And don't be surprised when I tell you this, but I have a crew of over 8,000 pirates behind me. But here today, I'm with just two. My Nakama on this voyage through the Grand Line, First Mate Justin, and Late Night Lou. Every week, we go over the legendary anime and manga series One Piece, one piece at a time. This week, we're covering episodes 111 to 120. Just a heads up, we're going to be talking about these episodes, and there's going to be spoilers. You know what that means? If you don't like spoilers, skedaddle for now. But then you're going to come back. You're going to come back and join our crew. And you're going to enjoy some One Piece content about those episodes. Unless you like us describing the episodes to you. Like, and that's how you want to take in the show. Yeah. You can just binge all of our episodes and then tell all your friends you watched One Piece through us. Oh, yeah. You know, I think we we put together a good podcast here, but I don't recommend doing that. I got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I gotta say, I I think we do good work, but don't don't do that, guys. Gumma gumma don't. Listen, exactly. Gumma, my wife can no attest way. to what Bill is saying. She 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 has listened to multiple episodes of never watched One Piece, like one episode. Like, I don't know what the fuck is happening in this show. <laughs> well, no, she's more. She's actually more upset that we don't talk about One Piece more because. <laughs> She's like, why do you keep bringing up this fucking devil fruit chart? I can't figure out what's going on. Uh, why is Lou so mean to Dalton? Why does he hate <laughs> oxes so much? This is. I think oxes are cool. <laughs> what's what's with oxes? Is that something I missed? <laughs> uh, You've gotten your wife to watch a couple episodes with you, right? Uh, I'd say I've gotten her to watch like maybe. Three or four cumulative episodes, like from beginning to end, mostly because Jacob uh, was enjoying it. Ooh, hell yeah! That's how you get taste. her. You get you get Jacob in on it, and then she's like, "Well, if my son loves it, then I'm gonna love it." Oh, it's more no. It's if Jacob is watching it and he's not acting a fool, we'll leave it on. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> uh, we were actually like, time. We were. Um, I'm playing. Uh, Returnal. No, well, I am playing Returnal, but uh, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> um, oh, okay. What you're gonna cheat on Friday the Thirteenth? Friday the Thirteenth well, is going out. It is. We, yeah, it is, we should be playing Dead by Daylight. We should be playing Dead by Daylight. No, just saying. Yeah. yeah, you get to be all the spookies. You get to be Jigsaw. You could be a pig man. Okay, my be... my main character isn't in that one. I know that. I, no, uh, but they look. have they have a character named Bill. I think, unless I'm thinking of Left really? for Dead. They do have yeah. a character named Bill. See, but so okay. uh, either way, so is he, is he is he cool and smart? And I think is, he is, is cool. Is he funny? Actually. And he's as a podcast, and everyone. 
he's popular and uh no 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 <laughs> no he's always sweating no, he's, he's like, just like you his Billy. face he sucks is permanently in. sweat face <laughs> <laughs> He's just like you. He can't ever figure out the hip boxes. No, but how about this, Bill? Hey. How about this? They just added Leon S. Kennedy as a playable character. Who the fuck likes oh, Leon shit. Kennedy legitimately? You do. He's your favorite. Yeah, you talk about Leon all the time, dude. Leon. No, I thought you liked that. Leon. <laughs> Leon. 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 I like that. Leon. Part, but I don't. <laughs> I don't like Leon as a character. He's well, like okay, a, think about you if you get to be the villain. Action character. If you get to be the villain in Dead by Daylight and you kill a Leon, you get to yell at him and they could hear you go, Leon! <laughs> that is a that is a That's a payoff. You That's died. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you smelling? What are you selling? What are you smelling? No, it's a... Either what I was uh, saying was that I'm playing <laughs> Daylight, and my main, as far as villains go, is is Michael Myers. Like it, and apparently I shouldn't have done that oh, because come apparently on. he's super hard to here. use. Oh, okay. Um, Why is he hard to here? use? Because his main like ability, and it's a powerful ability, is that when you see a character, um, you can choose to stalk them which doesn't like it uh, and it builds up this meter um that eventually gets you like double speed and like super hardcore hacking like like but like only for that one character hacking. until you kill them well or like does that work so for like all characters like you stalk the speed one and everything and like, works for all characters but the one you choose to stalk you get double points for killing because it's considered your obsession. Ooh, that's fun. I can like you that. dance? That's a good twist. Yeah. It's a, yeah, can you dance? That's it, the important thing that Bill wants to know. Of course you uh, can based dance. Based off of our experiences. But Yeah, I, I've never seen somebody play a game so brilliantly and yet so in the wrong direction of what they wanted on <laughs> Friday the 13th. And just Bill hunkering down in a cabin, dancing as the... Well, I don't want to say the nerd, but <laughs> I'm going to say it's, the nerd. He's not not. He's the best <laughs> character. Well, actually, you know, the, everyone always made from... fun of me for playing as this guy, too. You know it's actually, <laughs> you know what's actually kind of uh, messed up is that <clears throat> all the characters besides Chad um, are based on... Uh, uh, supporters on the Kickstarter, like donors or something, right? Yeah, yeah, donors on the Kickstarter. So everybody you're making fun of, like everybody besides Chad that you make fun of, is somebody people. in real life. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to represent that guy. You know, I was I was dancing. I would I would put music on uh, over the over the mic. Come on on a train. And ride it. And ride it. Come on on a train. And ride it. Boop. I gotta All say, it was pretty hits. funny. To like once you die in Friday Thirteenth, like how you can like pick other players and see what they were doing. If you oh, just spectate? rode, yeah. If you just spectated on Bill, it's just him dancing for like forty five. Come minutes. on and slam if you wanna jam. <laughs> and it's just like and then some Jason, guy dancing. Jason would, well, Jason would come in and like yeah, people would be dancing with you. Jason comes in and for whatever reason, 
Jason always went for everybody else. Like you'd still be dancing in the room and there's like somebody getting chased around, getting murdered. Other than, yeah, nobody was getting, <laughs> if I'm Jason, I'm not falling for that shit. <laughs> you got Bill out there dancing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall for that, that, that old chestnut. You know, the boy was looking for a good time. Well, I guess, you know what? It actually makes sense. Like it, as far as uh, what do you call it? Uh, being, uh, like out not what the people intended. It kind of is because those camp counselors were always dancing and they were always having a good time until that's the killer came, until true. Jason came. But like that's not the thing that usually got them murdered. Which I think for Bill to be playing as the nerdiest kid who's just dancing to the soundtrack to Space Jam, I think. That always helped him be the last man standing. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Well, I think it's also because my character was easily the slowest character. So, like, you, you got to kill, like, there's two characters that can run super fucking fast in that game. And when you're playing as Jason, it's just so annoying because every person picks those characters. And that's why I would pick the nerdy guy and everyone would be like, why'd you pick him? He's not good. I'm like, first of all, you don't even know what quality is. But <laughs> First of all, second of all, they didn't know how Bill played, which was beeline it to a cabin, smash a window, dance next to that window. So if Jason came in, he'd jump out the window, then dance outside, and Jason would come outside and just jump back in. Yeah, and just keep dancing to fucking Space Jam. And it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah, and the funny thing is when you're playing music in the headphones, uh, Jason can hear it and it makes you less stealth. So it's like even more kind of a swaggy move <laughs> to do Exactly, like your diversion. So you can call the police. Yeah. I will say Especially that... when the Jason would give up though and start murdering people like around the cabin and you just, you have seal like in your ear. <laughs> so um, I will say yeah, that Friday the 13th is a better game like as far as like there are different things that you can do to like win basically right uh you like call the police be the last person standing you might be able to kill jason there's like a whole bunch of different things that you can do those environments are sweet too dude i love those environments the different cabins (laughs) different uh yeah yeah, they just never had the boat from freddy takes manhattan um well, so, no, yeah, Freddy takes Manhattan. Level. <laughs> I don't think he ever took Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, he sure as hell didn't. He, Have he you stepped, seen that movie? Yeah, he stepped foot in for two seconds. That's like the worst uh, Jason movie ever. Don't ever say that again, because that's actually uh, uh, Billy. Or what is his name? Who are you disrespecting? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's not Billy. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Mike? You're talking about Tommy Jarvis? Tommy, you fake Tommy fans. Jarvis. Tommy. You fake fans. Yep. They don't even know. Oh, my God. Bill just I took that God time to look him up. Podcast. <laughs> Are you Thank talking God about... This is in a Friday the 13th. Uh, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, oh, dude, I played so many hours of the Friday the 13th game. I haven't, I've watched like two of those movies. I know who Tommy Jarvis <laughs> is. Two of the 12 Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. No, I, I did well, watch like of four of them. We I watched the I watched the first three at the beginning of the pandemic because we were playing so much Friday the 13th game, which mm-hmm. these movies are all horrible. But what's funny about the Friday the 13th movies great. is the teenagers get <laughs> progressively hotter as the movies go on. Like they start hiring hotter and hotter kids. Uh, uh, the budget goes up. Or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, 
Yeah, so we watched, I watched like, no, probably the first four because I did watch the one where Tommy Jarvis is like a kid and gets introduced or whatever. Dude, that is the uh, funniest and... fucking one. The ending on that one ends with like little kid Tommy Jarvis who's being played by um, uh, Corey Feldman. He like, Jason breaks into the house. He's about to kill Corey Feldman's uh, or Tommy Jarvis's sister. And he goes up to the bathroom and botches like a shaved head and comes down. He's like, look, I'm like you. And then like Jason yeah, he... looks at him and then his sister just fucking hammers his head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's honestly, how the movie ends. Honestly, legendary play. Honestly, legendary play. I don't Is know. It... In in six, this chick has, uh, this little girl has psychic powers and throws Jason like through a roof or something like that. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Through a roof? <laughs> Dude, that's some Mortal Kombat shit. Yeah, it was awesome. So let me so, let me give you the rundown okay. on give us a rundown of uh like things you would know that you can play as in a uh, uh, Dead by Daylight. Leatherface, I know that one. So yeah, Leatherface, uh, Michael Myers. We we talked about that one. I can um, play as Austin Powers. That's fucking oh, that would be sick. so fucking cool. Uh, Freddy Krueger, which which. I love playing. He's boo. He's got claws, dude. No, no I'm he boo like a ghost. No, it's oh. even it's even crazier. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> oh, come on, it was this a good is... one. Come on, that was good. His you, flip, his, you flip flopped. His thing is uh, uh, causing uh, dreamscapes. So nightmare. Like instead of a um, like a mine, it's basically like a mine. Uh, you step on it, and then all of a sudden, like your character becomes completely visible, and is like shaking, like shaking their head, and they can't move for like, uh, like an extended period of time. Uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's one of the things he could do. Obviously, he has them, the cool ass Wolverine claws. But uh, next one, you know, you can uh, play as Ash from Ash versus Ash the Evil Ketchum. Dead. What? Uh, yeah, Ash from Pokemon. Yeah, Ash catch him. You fucking kill him. Well, I mean, you, that could be a cool. And you, yeah, you get caught in the ball, and then you're just in solitary confinement. <laughs> or you're trapped like terrifying. a Pokemon, and then you have to battle a for Pokemon. Your life. Yeah, then you have to fight. <laughs> you only come out of the ball to fight. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into. <laughs> let's not get into uh, Pokemon uh, dog fighting <laughs> again. Yeah. Okay, but like real talk, Ash from Evil Dead. He has a shotgun and a chainsaw for an arm, which is awesome. But if you're going up against people who have like dreamscape kind of shit, like what are you gonna do? Like, well, no, it's, there's nothing he can do. The uh, it's, well, I'm saying like, what's his power scaling? Like, what can he do? So he has um, what is his power scale? Let me see what his uh, see it's features not memorable. Are. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, buckle up. Um. He can, uh, like, if a uh, one of the because the difference between this and Friday the 13th is in Friday the 13th, you can be working with people, but you can also fuck them over. In this game, you get way rewarded for helping people. So, like, in the game, everybody always is trying to get out alive. So, it's like everybody or nobody, pretty much. Um, so yeah, like, as much as you can. So, um, <laughs> You're oh, just okay, reading okay. it up, so, aren't you? 
Um, you get an extra middle of a man. So when the killer is going to deal the death blow, um, you use your metal arm to, to block it. That gives you like an extra, extra shot. Oh, um, that's cool. when you are, when a killer, uh, grabs you. So, um, in the game, like every killer can grab you and they put you on these hooks. Um, yeah. that's like their main thing. Uh, you get like what three, right? Three, like you get yes. like three times and you're dead. Yes, three times and you're dead. Um, but uh, up until like on the way there, you can wiggle, right? And if you get the wiggle bar all the way through, you can wiggle out of it. Uh, his is up fifty percent. Oh, you know so, who I'm definitely gonna play as in this game. Yeah. So yeah, he has that Mike from the Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah. He he gets the <laughs> map and you can throw it in the river. Uh, he runs out of cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> he carries the dat on his back, and that's true, uh, that's true. and he stands in the corner, real scary. Yeah, he's technically last to die, considering that he was just in the corner and the other chick got murdered. So oh, yeah, so this is actually this is your last man standing. Feeds well into uh, what what I've been doing lately is. Uh, uh, watch the Blair Witch Project. Lou'd never seen it, so I was like, "Let's watch the Fuck. Blair Witch Project." I've never seen it. Bill puts this shit on once a month. <laughs> it's his favorite fucking movie, and like we'll be watching something. And he's like, like oh, I've I don't know if I'm it. like Can in the mood to watch it. Bill, you you hate Unhinged, but you like the Blair Witch Project. Are, are, I'm actually gonna uh, don't make this into the podcast where I have to destroy you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go over the rest of the people. Legitimately amazing and unhinged is the doggiest dog shit I've seen in my life. Don't even dare disrespect. Unhinged makes you think on so many levels. It's it's Russell Crowe. It could happen to anyone. All right, it's it's real shit. Nowadays, everyone's crazy with fucking road rage. When am I ever encountering a witch? All the time. Okay, but that's kind of on, on me. On the subway. Like, <laughs> this is that, that lady no. shaking chicken bones that she all the time. First of all, when that is true, but she's witch, also you looks... live in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most witch filled place ever. Everyone's okay, okay. practicing witchcraft nowadays. Okay, so I'm at, so I'll, I'll go through, run through the rest really fast. Uh, scream, uh, ghost face. Uh, nice. You play ghost face, which is pretty cool. Ghost face, catch the blast of a hype verse. Um, See, that's a good one. You could just be blasting Wu Tang while you're fucking murdering everybody. Stranger Things. Uh, you what? can play as the Demogorgon, the Demogorgon, or my main when I'm playing as one of the survivors. Best guy Bob? No, no, best guy Bob. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. That really got me hyped up for a second there. I was like, I was like, legit. I I might play this game. No, Steve Harrington, the fucking best. My oh, favorite character, Steve Harrington. He's the fucking best. I don't care. First of all, what you say. Uh, Will, uh, uh, Big Brother Byers, man, come on. We talk about or Barb, best girl Barb. No, fucking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Barb, the one who just sat on the edge of a pool and fucking died. <laughs> No, she was looking out for her friend. No, she was and not. Her left she her by was the being pool. a sore sport. Just like, I guess I'll just hang oh, out man. here. That's something I would do. Oh. 
That's so fucking funny. Oh, she just sat on the edge of a pool and died. Oh, you guys are disrespecting. First of all, you disrespected me. You disrespected Barb. You disrespected the Blair Witch Project. I don't know if I can continue this podcast, y'all, anymore. Wait, no, Steve. The Steve Harrington, legitimately the MPP of the entire. Uh, Excuse he does, me. He swings a fucking baseball Excuse No, he completely flips the narrative of him maybe being a prick to being the fucking hero. Yeah, his perk is called is babysitter. True. He smashed uh, Jeffrey. What's his? What's the guy? Oh, the Big Brother Briar. Big Brother Byers. It's not Will Byers. What's his name? Uh, Jason from Power Rangers. No, you know no, what I'm talking about. No, you got Will he, and then his older brother. Did he have an older brother? He begins brother? with a J, I think. Jeff. Oh, yeah, the photographer. He smashes camera. Yeah, he smashes his camera. First no, of no, all, no. You're not first of all, fuck side. that guy. All right, no, I... And guess what? Steve Harrington, actually, you his alternate outfit is playing as... Uh, I forgot what that kid's name is. Uh, we'll call him Jeff. in the first place? I like that kid way better than I like... Uh, than Steve? Yeah. Oh, gosh. This... No, first of all, like, all right, put yourself in Steve's shoes. This guy is taking pictures of your girlfriend Okay, naked. no, no, I forgot about that. You're, you're right. You're, yeah, yeah, that's why right. he smashed yeah. his yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Camera yes, okay. exactly. Okay, 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 okay. He's doing some fucking Sanji shit. He deserved to get punched in the <laughs> chin once or twice. I don't even okay? think Sanji's done some shit like that yet. Damn no, right. Yet. Yeah, it's and it's a bad luck. Jonathan Byers, Jeff, that's his name. Jesus, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan, I was close. Jonathan I'm Byers like deserved Joe, to get his Joe. camera smashed. You know, look. But, all I'm saying is, spooky season's coming up. Justin's bringing up a good point. We've got some really good fucking A-list characters. No, we should be playing some fucking Dead by Daylight, getting spooked out of our minds, and chasing each other around. We'll split the difference. We'll split the difference. We'll do one. Last hurrah with Friday the Thirteenth um, by deleting it off of our consoles, and because it will be gone. <laughs> no, no, it will be it's gone. A, it's dead. It's a dead game. Why is it dead? I'm, we're playing it. Our, we're having fun with friends. It's not dead. No, no, no the no. servers. Like, are last time stop. we loaded, yeah, last time we loaded it up, it didn't load. It just would oh, crash. Really? It's not being. That. Yeah, it's not going to be supported because yeah, they didn't work because they can't because they don't have rights. Uh, the lawsuit is still going on, and the like. No, you know, I'm surprised you don't remember because you kept going. What the fuck? Why isn't it working? And it was, it was clear as day. So they have Silent it's Hills. Oh, you Hills. get to play as Pyramid Head. You get yes, to play as the hills. You do get to play Dude. as Pyramid Head. We should and, play Dead by Daylight. And then they have. Uh, what do you even know about Pyramid Head? You never played Silent Hill too. I saw the movie. He skinned a person. That was spooky. That was you a freaking movie. movie. Yeah, oh, the movie was dope. It was Come not a bad on, movie. I was cool. expecting it to be trash. That was that was not horrible movie. That was yeah. That was good. You had some it. fucking cool like spooky nurses and like a church. We should watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they just added uh, Resident Evil. Um, so they got Leon. Uh, Jill Valentine, who could be Claire Nemesis, tight, and then Nemesis as okay, the, right. the boss you okay. play as. That's good. That's Boom. Good. Um, and then September seventh, uh, Hellraiser. Damn. So when's the Blair Witch DLC? You didn't mention that yet. That's, that first might, of all, that if that you can describe what the Blair Witch looks like, 
then that's the thing. Yeah, that she Bill, looks like a like woman. That. Only her <laughs> arms are covered in horse fur. That's a direct Haven't, quote. When was the last time you watched Blair the Blair Witch Project? They talk about what she looks like. I, I can tell don't you. Touch the ground. I can Have tell you seen you the new one? Sunday. The we, new one I so tried that even Lou Lou couldn't. Yeah. Eat, all right, Lou's been you and Lou have been gaslighting me about Unhinged for like three months. Lou could it Lou. The new Blair Witch Project is so bad. Lou couldn't even stand to do that. I turned it off in ten minutes. It was really fucking bad. What are you talking Lou, about? Lou right wanted to gaslight me through it the whole way. And, Which one? And even he was like, I did. No, like, I like I really Blair Witch tried two, to get. Or are we talking about the new three? Blair Witch? The, the remake, the, the new the one. remake. Oh, okay. Well, the, I, the I, second like, one I is tried... also absolutely horrible. Okay. Yeah, I I tried really hard to gaslight Bill through the remake, and we got ten minutes in, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah. like I feel I feel worse than I ever have in my entire life. And but I see, that's how I feel about the. And first then I put one. on Unhinged and said, Justin, you should watch this movie with us. <laughs> and it turned out to be Bill's favorite movie. So, Bill loves it. You know, he talks about it all the time. And he really does. Goda. Forget Oda. I do. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, said no. one of the best right. stories ever told is Russell Crowe's Unhinged. We Crow's should actually unhinged. get into the, one of the best stories ever told. Because I'm <laughs> yeah, really let's, uh, the let's, Unhinged yeah, that you guys let's... have been doing. It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hurting his feelings. Ghostface. You can play as Ghostface, Bill. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> I do like how Ghostface runs because he runs like he does in the movies, like tripping over everything. Oh, like, yeah. This is my favorite pretty thing. Good. <laughs> I thought I'd play as that character. All right. So, yeah, I, feel but... like, I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't main Nemesis because Nemesis 2, like, actually would be good. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I have to main a character that, like, kind of Yeah, but he's like, I feel like Nemesis is fists only, and that is a very unique. No, character. he's got, like, a rocket launcher. I feel like he's slow. Let me see Nemesis. Yeah, he's, like, a heavy. Yeah, so let me see what Nemesis has got. All right, instead of talking about just this one game for the entire podcast, <laughs> we should talk about One Piece. One Piece. Let's one do it. Piece. Jump Let's in. Do it. We All start right, this one off at episode 111. Tell them. And what you know else? what it starts off with? It starts with Toto finds water, and he's about to find some sandy-ass sobbles, dude. <laughs> dude, <I've, laughs> I felt so bad. It really does kick off with him finding some water. Super psyched. And then uh, the realization that Luffy got fucking impaled, and Sobbles is on its way to just destroy what's left of Yuba. And I feel like Toto didn't deserve it. But you know what? Toto also... Doesn't seem phased too, which I think is the coolest aspect about him. He's like, do it. Send me sand. As much sand as you can. I will still be sanding. Yep. That's pretty tight. That's admirable. I don't know. Well, he's a lot like Luffy in that way, you know, that that he's going to continue despite anything. Yep. Well, and he's a lot like Luffy by getting uh, dumped in sand. because By Luffy getting his ass kicked by, uh, yeah. by Crocodile. That's how he's like Luffy. How about that? Yeah. Luffy gets dumped into the fucking sand pit for three. It's a three pointer shot, right? Okay. First of all, you're missing an important detail here because before he gets dunked into the sand, (laughs) the Yuba water breaks 
and he's able to grab mm. Crocodile's arm and squeeze that shit, and it hurts. It hurts him. It hurts. Does he uh, finds his weakness? His weakness is water, <sighs> just like Sandman. I, water, yeah, you waiting exactly. for? You uh, know what? Is his that weakness gonna be water? Had to come in. Yeah, well, sand solidifies in water. You can hit something that's solidified. Well, no, I know this from Spider-Man. It, oh, okay, so it's, <laughs> the weakness is going to be water. Just like I was like, there's no way it's going to be like Sandman and his weakness is water. Well, my my thinking was like, if you're going to impale Luffy, there's going to be blood. And blood does run thicker than water. It, Technically, yeah. you didn't need the Yuba water. I, like, What I'm getting at is... You got blood on your hands, like Luffy could probably fuck you up at that point. So but what then again, saying here is he can write it better than Oda. So no, no. <laughs> Oda, you don't know Oda. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, I now. fucking regret that immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, but we do get the return of Birdman. He's back, everyone. He'll come swooping on in. Fucking helps Luffy out too, you know. Miss All Sunday, Miss All Sunday here is playing a very weird role, where she like she's intrigued about who Luffy is, and like why are you fighting Crocodile, but like at the same time, like Pell shows up, she's like, I thought you're dead, <laughs> like just ready to fucking. Well, I mean, she's not even ready to fight him. She's like, you're going to die anyway. No, like, she's well, playing, this is off my plate. She's playing a different game than everyone else. She's she's like, you know, she's on Crocodile's side. She's very much Revolver Ocelot and Metal Gear Solid 2. You know, is she behind Crocodile? Yes. But, you know, she's got her own thing going. Like, you know, she's got her own interests. She will help who she wants to help. And just to see how things play out. Maybe that's why she character. wears that cowboy hat. Love I feel like that's a, that's, a, that's a cowboy trope, you know? Like, I, I'm not on the side of good or bad. It's just what's, well, you know. I'm, what's the side, I'm on the side of justice. <laughs> Yeehaw! Ciao! She, she also, like, introduces Pell to Luffy. She's like, hey, maybe you can help this guy. Or, like, kind of like, it's like, yeah, you guys do your thing. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, it's, it's. She gives them just enough to push them along. And what I thought was really interesting is that we really don't see Luffy this set of episodes at all. Yeah. yeah. We actually go to a crew of Straw Hats on their way to Alabasta. And it's the first time ever I think we've seen like, uh, like Zoro, who is the most tenured Straw Hat is looking kind of concerned. And Sanji even says to him, like, you're afraid he's going to lose. Because like, he's getting that. ripped. He's doing them curls. Yeah. Like, he's, like, idle hands are the devil's playground. So he's just, like, he's just doing whatever he can to, like, take his mind off the situation that, you know, Luffy might not come out of this one. No. He's just, he's just being prepared. That's all. And you know what? He's been doing curls for the last 18 episodes. So, Sanji, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Zoro's got it under control. He's yeah, fancy eyebrows. eyebrows take boy. it easy. That fancy eyebrow. Get out of here. Little trying wiggle, wiggle trying worm. To, trying to throw him off his game. <laughs> so this is, you know, another important thing that we get is we get to see the supersonic duck squad. 
My Excuse damn me. Right. When Look the, at these ducks. Bill, when I was concerned I might not be able to watch all these episodes like so soon, when I saw these supersonic ducks, I was like, Jacob, get over here. We're going to watch these <laughs> ducks for eight episodes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Like, it was already hype enough right before they introduced the Supersonic Duck Squadron. Um, they, like, the Straw Hats go up against a catfish, and they get saved by the Kung Fu uh Yeah, dugans. the Kung Fu Dugongs. Oh, yeah. They come back. They came back for fucking Luffy. And they, like, fight that. I'm like, oh, you can't fucking top this. And then you get, like, this... And Bill said it best. It's kind of like this, like, Star Wars, like... It's like they're the at, yeah. Like, it's like the X wings. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. They're like that's exactly what I dude. I'm so glad you caught uh, caught on that. Actually, so I I want to spend a, a, a second with this because this is actually my very 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 of the week is the very 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 strongest duck squadron. Because I mean this these are like you know who you got you got the duck squ- the supersonic duck squadron the mighty ducks. I mean I'm gonna go with supersonic duck squadron here. I know, uh, mighty ducks. You know, regardless cool. of the Knuckle mighty puck. ducks or the squadron. <laughs> I'm still sitting in my seat yelling, ducks, 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 yeah. ducks, ducks. Getting okay. And they so kind of do hype. do a flying V, so. Yeah, I want you they guys do. To, yeah. uh, to, to just pull up a quick image of the supersonic duck squadron. And I want to know, which of these ducks are you picking? Which duck do you want to befriend and ride into battle? Mine, Mine's the guy with the rice hat. Like all day. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good one for you, Lou. He's got a little tie. Damn. Um, oh, I think yeah, for me, so fucking cute. I think for me, it's got to be the guy with uh, he's got a hat on that has glasses on top of the hat, but he's also wearing glasses, like sunglasses on his hat, but also sunglasses on his face. Uh, I see what you're it's, talking it's about between, with the purple hat. It's between yeah, that yeah. one or uh, the Viking hat one. It's got it's one of those. The Viking hat one is so solid but he's like too solid but then again he has no faults yeah massive fucking duck viking helmet on we even later on see the power that he has with the dude who's got like the crazy hat he's strong (sighs) he's strong and they do like a flying v as well like one of the hypest fucking moments of like these episodes that we're covering is you know, you've got the Straw Hats riding in on the Supersonic Duck Squadron. Dude. And they're all dressed the same. And you get this dialogue between um, Miss Merry Christmas and, I think, uh, Mr. Three. where they're Yeah, like, the rest of Baroque works, basically. Well, no, Mr. Three like, is the yeah. wax man. He's with Mr. It's, Two and Mr. Four. You're right, Four. you're right, you're right. It is actually, like, all of Baroque works. Like, they're all there, and they're like, all we need to do is pick off Vivi. And then they show you the squad, and they're like which one's Vivi and they're like coming in with this solid fucking game plan just charging into Alabasta and like at this point like the war is about to fucking go down and you've got these boys just like running in dude yeah they're like flying in it's like total x-wing vibes and then you know the the baroque works are freaking out mr four hits a baseball like an exploding baseball at them and like zoro is very quick like dodge it and they all like they all like split apart. Like, oh yeah. my god, this gets me so hyped every time. Like, I, I literally this is probably my third time seeing it this year. Still hyped. Still got me hyped. Do you guys want to hear I my know, duck? I, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. 
Give me this duck. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's your duck? It's it's Kuru. Oh, dude. That's that's a solid This order. is why he's the first mate, ladies and gentlemen, and people of non-binary I mean, uh, gender identification. You can be a lady and gentleman. Um, whatever you want to be. Yeah, whatever you want to be. No, and but this please, is why he's the first please, mate. Please tell me why it's Kuru. I already know why it's Kuru. Karu, but you, I want to. Actually, I'm more you. interested. You tell me why you think it's why you think it's Karu. Uh, because while Vivi's standing there, trying to stop the rebellion, yelling at the top of her lungs, "Leader, leader!" It comes to this point where there is no saving grace, and it's going to happen. And what does Karu do? He notices she's gonna get trampled, and he fucking takes the hit for Dude, her. Karu is MVP for sure in these. Ep- I mean, takes her. There's a lot of down MVPs, and but Karu her. for sure. Well, that is true, and like you know, all those accommodations, you can, all of those valid. But the reason I choose Karu obviously is because. I'm a little bitch, and I always chose Leonardo, Cyclops, whoever the leader was of the team. That was the guy that I wanted to be in. Like, <laughs> Tommy Pickles, that's who I wanted to be. <laughs> I always Ooh. picked the main guy. Is right. it confirmed Carew's leader? It would make sense he is, if he is. He is the leader. He is in the center of this photo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? You're right. I, especially if it's Vivi's right-hand man is Carew, you're absolutely right. But I will say... I give shout outs to that um, duck with the backwards baseball cap. Yeah, that's, that's a good one for you, Justin. I like that one, too. I like that one, too. But, Karu, that's always, that's, I always pick the leader. Yeah, Karu. Cyclops, people say he sucks. I was like, Cyclops, my guy. <laughs> Someone Cyclops has to keep it together. <laughs> Dude, we've got all these moving pieces. They all come in. They all separate. We've got Vivi being like saved by Karu. And at this point, it's the first time, I think, in One Piece history where we get these, like, 1v1s. Or, like, maybe, like, these 2v2s. This is and, like, my... you get to see everybody, like, episodes dedicated to, like, each fight of each person of the Straw Hat. Everyone gets a fight. It's, uh, it is exactly oh. what I was talking about, I don't know how many episodes ago, where I was talking about tournaments. And the 1v1s. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Like, this is what I was talking about. And, and it, only anime does this. Nothing else does this. I don't know why. Like, it, this is... I love this idea. I feel uh, like the closest thing that could come to it, too, would be something out of the mind of Tarantino. And the only reason I say this is because, like, you know, whatever fight it is, there's like somebody who drops to the ground and then you get like this like like typewriter like so and so versus so and so winner so and so and then like the, oh, yes. episode, the stylization like, of it is super sweet. you know oh yeah no that's like that's my it, that is like the the glaze on top of the cake it's it's just like that oh yes win and yeah, Justin, oh, I actually want to hear you talk about these fights a little bit because I think this is like and this is what I was waiting for, too, when I was first watching One Piece mm-hmm. is like the kind of you Hakusho kind of fights where it's like, you know, like this character versus this, like every character, like gets paired off in some way. And this is the first time in One Piece where we really get that. I mean, we get a little bit of that in Arlong Park, but this is like even Nami has has her fight. 
Uh, and so I kind of want to hear you talk about like have, like seeing these for the first time and like what your thoughts are and is there certain fights that you gravitate towards? Um, the ones that so the one I found the most interesting uh, initially was uh, uh, Usopp's. Uh, Hell yeah! yeah. Because Dude, I'm so glad you said that because like I felt the same way first time watching. But like I'll I'll, I'll let you continue. Because Usopp is, I mean, what makes him interesting as uh, a character is he is outmatched. He is he is not, he is, like, on paper, he is not the guy, right? Yep. So he has to figure out how he is going to beat these two, like, that are clearly out of his league. Like, no pun intended with the baseball stuff. Um, and basically yeah. he's teaching, um, Chopper, like, this is how you do it. Like, you know, yeah. like you're, you're up against somebody stronger than you. Uh, like Chopper has been kind of hesitant this, like basically this whole like saga about like, you know, I can't believe you guys do this. This is what like, you know, pirates are like all this, all these different things. And, you know, uh. Uh, Usopp is like is showing him like yeah no this is how you this is how you beat this kind of person like it's like he's way smarter than uh, he gives like you know anybody gives him credit for and uh, he is like he just comes up with the clutch move after clutch move like almost not deserving like <laughs> It's crazy. No, no, it's totally, it's totally, I feel like it is deserving. Like, the way I see Usopp's fight, now that I'm, like, re-watching it, because, like, I wasn't, I'm still in the same boat, where it's, like, this is a big comeuppance for Usopp and for Chopper, and there's, like, these layers to it, and the best way I can equate it is, like, Usopp's been working at a company, and he just got promoted to manager, and it's his first day, and he's also training the new hire. And he's doing this thing where, like, He's trying to be like this grandiose thing of like how you should act in the fight, but at the same time he's getting his ass handed to him because he's not this is like his first fight against really like something one on one that's like way more dangerous than him. And he's kinda getting his ass handed to him, but like he's instead of giving up, he's like busting out all the stops and trying to do all the shit. And you got Chopper who's also like been questioning himself this whole time and he's like he keeps repeating like his conversation with Zoro where it's like, you know, you do what you can. And like Usopp's giving him like this, I don't want to say false confidence, but he's giving him this confidence where it's like, you're right. You're right. And like, like choppers trying to like step it up another notch. And like, he's trying to be a little bit more clever and trying to follow the lead of somebody who's not actually that experienced at the role, but he's doing what he's witnessed other people who have done it before, you know? And he, but he, but he's also using like his own unique skills because yeah. like he has to like the work with what he's got. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna yeah. say let's talk let's talk about some of the things that he does in the fight because I think these are super fun. Like the first one of like first he disappears and they're like where'd he go and he's like funny thing about these holes they're we all can connected. use them too which is such an obvious little play but not one that I thought of. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's so cool. Uh, like, oh yeah, like 
we can go into these holes too. And so like your power is like also something that we can abuse. Um, then you get the five ton hammer, which is just like iconic. Yeah. So which comes cool. through. It. it comes through in typical like anime fashion where it's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like whack-a-mole. This is, uh, yeah. This is like the most uh, Japanese fight. Cause it's like, you have the whack-a-mole thing, but then you also have like the obsession with baseball. And so Mr. Four, the reason that he's, Mr. Four is because he's the number four batter, which do you guys know what that means? It's a cleanup. That's you're the yeah, cleanup. Exactly. Batter. So he's like your most clutch batter who like gets the grand slam or whatever. So, but can uh, we talk about his, uh, the way he gets the baseballs is from a gun that ate a dog, dog fruit. Yeah. <laughs> the mutt, mutt fruit. How yeah. Feel about this? Or mutt, mutt fruit, which doesn't really correlate to baseball. I mean, like I understand you, Maybe you could load a gun to be but like, but it does you know. correlate to guns eating fruit, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It it's is so a, good. It, it is that was a little bit of a stretch, but it's like one of those things that I just go and I just write. Well, it off. it's one of those things where, like, I, I, I think it's Usopp who even says, like, a gun ate a mutt mutt fruit and they just brush it off in a way where it's just like don't ask it and like they're like start firing and like go back into Mm -hmm. it like you don't get an explanation it just is what it is and i think that's so beautiful because well yeah one of the funny things about one piece is like it's like this absurdist world where there is this internal logic that is very strong but then it's like one of those things where okay yeah they brush it off and it's almost like a comedy beat that they brush off the fact that an inanimate object quote unquote ate something and so what does that mean? Uh, but the fact that it's brushed off in, a, in this world where so many things are like paid off later, like I always wonder like, oh, is this, you know, does this mean that we're gonna see something when we actually, because you know, what does it mean when we actually see, uh, we've seen a human eat a devil fruit. I think we've seen Chopper eat his devil fruit or like, you know, it's acknowledged that he ate it. Uh, but, well, we know we, of? we actually haven't object. seen we haven't seen somebody actually eat a devil fruit yet. Didn't we no, see I Luffy? Didn't we see Luffy eat it. I stand correct. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we that almost didn't because he ate it so fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I think what they did no, we to see Buggy uh, eat his too. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's true. He just stuffed it in his mouth I, real quick and. I think what they did though to cut off from the uh, the story of a a gun eating the mutt mutt fruit was uh, Miss Christmas turns into a mole and they go she's a penguin <laughs> 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 and they just keep referring to her as a penguin. It's so fucking good. Oh. It's... But yeah, uh, like him using the holes, the five ton hammer, like. That initial, like, when he comes out with the five-ton hammer, I don't know if you felt this, Justin, but I went, oh, fuck! Like, what? Usopp can do this? And he, like, hammers, uh, what's his face? Mr. Two? Mr. Four. Mr. Four. Mr. Four. He hammers Mr. Four in the fucking head and stops him dead in his tracks. Clocks and I'm, like, him. losing my shit, because I'm like, what the fuck? Is Usopp, like significantly stronger it, than i thought he was he yeah 100 hard yeah no and it's it's did you he, buy it justin did you buy it no not 
for, uh, uh, for me, Usopp winning in uh, a battle of strength, like, isn't... I knew that wasn't going to be the move that uh, that did it. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't think that that was going to uh, stop him. Plus, the other guy had a 10-ton bat, didn't he? A 4-ton. He's Mr. Uh, four. 4-ton. Four four oh, he had a 4-ton bat and then the 5-ton hammer. Yeah, it was so Usopp like is like one upping him to have the five ton hammer. I bet you it didn't. It wasn't actually five tons. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we find out it wasn't. Exactly. It was paper mache. But it does scare the shit out of uh, Miss Christmas, and it does lead her to have some sort of a panic attack, which leads to the whack a mole situation. Um, and you know, for it goes on for a little bit, which is beautiful where like Usopp has the upper hand against Miss Christmas and then there's a shifting point where um Mr. Four comes back and like like comes to essentially and the thing that like (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember this but she's like mole banana and he's like what and like she goes to reach for his like genitals which is the Mm. scariest fucking thing like a person coming out of the ground to grab you um i i don't know what the tactic is but i think i I think i think she was good i think think that's their relationship that's (laughs) their relationship i think it's like one of those things like she seems like and he seems kind of you know dim-witted and I feel like she takes advantage of him, but that's me. Oh, jeez, man! Bringing my own nonsense <laughs> into it. So anyway, we get the Rumble Ball. <laughs> we do get the Rumble Ball, which is fucking tight because Chopper no sells the fucking hit he takes from Mister Four. Mm-hmm. Like I love he the, pops the, the Rumble scene, Ball, takes he pops it. the Rumble Ball, but he's in between like four hundred floating baseballs. Like I love the way this scene looks. Like it's like he's surrounded on all sides by these things. Yeah, I, it, this is where the point where he uses a uh, scope, right? He uses brain he's like, point. A brain point, that's what it is. He's like dodging everything. He's trying to use brain point. It's like, what's the weakness? What's the weakness? And he finds it. And he pocket sands the it's shit the out of the fucking mutt mutt dog. Fuji dusts him. <laughs> yes, Right in his face. So good. My favorite move. Yeah, I know. I've seen you do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pocket full of sand and I'm taking names. Exactly. Don't need a gun. Uh, but uh, How do you think he worked his way up to first mate? He pocket sanded his way up to the top. Oh, yeah. Mm. So what happens after this? What happens to cause the big explosion? I forget. Oh, the big explosion? Oh, that comes from... Well, no, that's we when get... uh, Chopper does the Fuji dust on, and it makes him uh, shoot all the uh, all the uh, baseballs into the molehills. That's what it was. That, yeah, it yeah. makes everything yeah. blow up. Uh, and then... And then they all walk they... away like, in, like, like badasses. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are missing some huge points here because they tell Usopp Luffy's dead. 
And Usopp loses his shit. He's like, "This is you think he's dead? He can't fucking die." He doesn't say this, but like, it's essentially he's, that's fucking bullshit. You fucking that's fucking, bitch. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> you broke bitch. Don't you dare. <laughs> that's a play on the words of broke bitch. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm glad yeah, you. Like, he takes it to, you know. I gotta, I gotta specify, you know. Uh, but yeah, he takes it to heart and he's like, no, the, like, there's no fucking way. But at the same time, like he's getting dragged through walls by Miss, uh, Miss Merry Christmas. And he even takes a four ton hammer to the face, which gives one of the most critical blows I've seen in one piece. Oh, which hell, all of his teeth come out. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. No, well, like well, when coming they show up to the, it, the, his nose Bill, breaking and like his, oh, yeah. yeah. Bill, right before it was about to happen, which I kind of forgot this scene existed, Bill turns and looks at me and he's like, this is going to be the most Mortal Kombat shit. And I look and like, it's just Usopp's face smashing in from a four-ton hammer. And I love after this fight, um, Usopp is like basically on a stretcher, like going towards wherever the action is. (laughs) Well, before we get to the after the fight part, because this is probably my favorite scene in all of Alabasta and is one of my favorite One Piece scenes. I go back and I watch this scene all the time where Usopp stands up after taking the four-ton bat to the face uh, after, you know, Miss Merry Christmas says that Luffy's dead and he has this speech where he says, he tells Chopper, he, he stands up out of the rubble and he's like, Chopper, there's a time when a man will not run from a fight. That moment is when his friend's dreams are laughed at. I know Luffy will become the Pirate King, and I won't let you laugh at that. Oh, my God. Gives me chills every time. And the voice acting here, like, the way, like, the, uh, like, the, there's kind of, like, a break in the voice. Oh, my God. And it chills every time. And this is, like, we kind of, this is kind of, like, going to be a little bit of a thing of, like, each of the Straw Hats at some point will get their moment where they say like where they're up against some kind of odds and they're like no i'm gonna it's either you know i'm gonna make luffy the king or luffy's going to be the king and I, oh my god and the fact that usopp's the first one and the the usopp luffy friendship is a very special friendship like there's something very like like zoro is luffy's first mate but usopp is like luffy's best friend right uh, and so this has like a very special kind of feeling to it. And this like Usopp at the time that I first watched this Usopp, this was my, he became my, my favorite character. I thought this was like amazing. I still think it's amazing. And it's like, like I said, it's my favorite part of this arc. Um, man, I come back and I watch this all the time. It always gives me chills. I've like, you know, teared up so many times watching this, like probably have seen it like, 30, 40, 50 times. I, wa- I could come back and look at this all the time. You know, like, I totally understand the significance of this. It's not my favorite Usopp, or it's not my turning point for Usopp, but it was definitely the thing that made me lean more towards, like, he's cool. Like, absolutely. Especially after he gives that, like, monologue, and then... Miss Merry Christmas gears up to do another four-ton hammer swing, and he yells for Chopper, and, like, they instinctually, like, know what to do. 
And, like, everything leading up where, like, he's getting dragged and you're like, he's gonna fucking die. Like, this is it. Like, he's gonna get smacked again. He can't handle this shit. He smoke stars. And then, like, the switcheroo with Chopper changing into another form, lifting up Miss Merry Christmas and gearing her up for a fucking, like... Tear up. Mm-hmm. Tear up. Tear up. I almost said a Hail Mary play, which is a completely different sport, but fucking destroy. Nobody listening her. would have ever noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's such a win for, like, Choppy, too, man. Like, he comes in, like, helping out another straw hat to, like, and then save they do, his like, life. The slingshot and also rocket launch of the hammer. So sick. So sick. Yeah. No, this is. <clears throat> and that's where we get our first uh, little end screen where it's like Mulder oh yeah battle. And, and it caps off and the first time you see it you're like oh oh <laughs> it's great <laughs> we're doing part. this uh yeah because it does it gets you it gets you hyped for like the next one you're like all right who's next who's fighting who next like who's next who next so do you guys want to go uh, um most like because you were asking me before like the ones i found most interesting or well i feel like we're kind of going in order of the fights at uh, a little bit here because we we are we are but we did we did ask justin (laughs) which one stood out to you he said Usopp first and who came second and we'll 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 get to there if it's somewhere in between but i just i do want to know what was second to you where it was like oh shit you know um, kind of along the same night, uh, like, kind of along the same trajectory, uh, Nami. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nami's fight. Um, only, it, I mean, and it links to Usopp a lot, but, uh, there's, so, her, like, they're basically, them basically reconning the fact that she got this weapon that you never heard about. And mm-hmm. she, you know, uses it, has all these abilities, all this other stuff, and she has this note that with instructions and everything like that. Like, it could all be, it could all be called like bad storytelling, but it's not, only because it works so well. Uh, yeah. It's the like pa- the dialogue between her and Usopp in the flashback of like how she even like got this weapon. Yeah, and the pacing of the fight I thought was uh, really awesome. Only like you know to like only the fact that uh, Miss Doublefinger uh, does not take her seriously until she does. Like it's too late, uh, and. I found that I found that really uh, I, I found that really compelling. I did find it weird, like uh, they broke off that fight, like uh, basically to make two of them, uh, because it was Nami and Zoro uh, mm-hmm. versus the other two, and then they basically split into two fights. But uh, yeah, no, I, well, the I, two of them end up kind of in different places too. So yeah, no, it, it's it, yeah because <laughs> because one runs away. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I love how the climb attack, uh, Nami's weapon, fits her skill set so well. Yeah, yeah, being like a navigator who can like kind of sense like 
what the climate is and like how it's going to change before anybody else on the like team can feel it, you know? And Usopp knows. Like, you know, uh, he knows uh, that's that's why he built it for her. Or at least, like, you know, some part of him did. Besides the party tricks. He's like, don't use Yeah, the party tricks is a good (laughs) opening, too, because... There's a there's a moment where you're watching this and you're like, oh, is is Oda gonna write this into like a comedy? Like, is this not gonna be a real fight? But then, he, and this is like one of the strengths of One Piece is being able to go from these like on a dime switch from comedy to action to drama. I mean, it just it hits yeah. so many different different. He parts, does it like, really well like, too, genres. especially for like okay. Nami. Like so like. I think it's okay for us to jump around for this because it doesn't like they're all their own withstanding thing until, you know, we get back to like the entire, entire rebellion Alabasta fight. But what I want to say is like Nami and like on that cusp of what you were saying, Bill is like Nami's in this fight with uh miss double finger and she's like, she's just running the whole time. And then we get like this flashback and she's like, She's hiding behind some barrels. She remembers her talk with, like, Usopp. And, like, we're not the strongest people on the team. And we need to figure out a way, like, we can step up and, like, do something to help the Straw Hats. And, like, she gets her weapon, all this stuff. And it's just in time where it's, like, this funny, like, oh, well, you have to pay me. And, like, she's like, okay, thank you so much, Usopp. And she's, like, leaving. And it comes right back into reality with her getting stabbed through a wall from Miss Doublefinger. And, like, it's just this, like, really good storytelling where it's, like, she's in a no-shit situation. Oh, we're in a funny, like, flashback that, like, abruptly ends with her getting, like, brought back into reality. And, like, oh, this is, like, life or death. Like, you need to, like, figure this shit out right now. That's what makes it... um... I feel very interesting uh, in in concept. You know what I think. What the best thing about a lot of these fights are um, in this series is that it's never about just being the strongest. It it is everybody has to figure out how they're going to beat their opponent. Um, you know whether it's uh, will, whether it's you know. Uh, Usopp having to outsmart, like, you know, his opponent. Nami has to figure out, like, on the fly, how basically it's improvising. Like, uh, like you know, her like it, her being able to do that, uh, it's all of it is, like, you know, using, like, you know, it, it's, it's, an, it's another layer uh, over just being able to hit somebody harder than they hit you yeah and i think what really plays into it too is like it doesn't lose the factor that there's something at risk because like as much as like it's funny to see nami like go to do a thing where like she's like oh this is gonna you know climb attacked and like you're expecting this big reveal but like instead pigeons come out and you like laugh for a second but then immediately after you see her get fucked up where like a spike goes through her calf or like her foot or something and then you're like there's real shit on the line right now and she's trying so hard to like be higher than her 
but you're watching her get cut down a peg. She's every not Zoro. Basically, it's like, look, we know she's not Zoro. This isn't her, like you know, this isn't her skill set. Uh, but she's there because she's there for Vivi and for money, but uh, yeah. <laughs> mostly mm-hmm. yeah. for uh, for Vivi and. You know, she is going to figure it out. That's what I, I love. Like, you know, she is, you know, uh, determined to, that's her, that's her willpower is to figure out how am I, it's not, I'm going to die. It's how am I going to, how am I going to get out on top? Yeah. Um you know, and it's, I think maybe the only weak thing about this fight was that maybe Miss Doublefinger, uh, there was one too many times where she kind of let her slide. Uh, there was like 86 times where she could have killed her. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, that's I look part at of the, the fight. comedy beats, though. Is, is yeah, it's the, part uh, of the comedy know, beats. She stands I think... there for the, for like the cool ball comes out. She's like, oh, it feels kind of cold. And then the warm ball comes out. She's like, oh. It feels kind of warm it's here. Kind of and then warm. the static ball comes out. She's like, I don't like this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Nami versus double finger fight. I'm not just making a joke. I'm being dead ass serious. It reminds me so much of me versing Bill in a video game where <laughs> he is clearly higher level than me. And I'm like, just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me figure out my move set. And then, like, once I think I got a thing, I'm like, yeah, just give me, like, a, give me some, and, like, throw in the Kraken. (laughs) Yeah, and then he just cuts me down a fucking bag, and I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Wait, hold on, I was hitting the wrong buttons. (laughs) Just let me figure it out. (laughs) Just let me get, like, a combo on you, dude. Come on. Uh. But also this, this finisher, the Tornado Tempo is fucking sweet and it's like goofy and it's like the kind of like goofy attack that i feel like one piece makes cool and powerful but also silly at the same time and it's just i don't know i just love it so much Uh, and 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 it's so brutal when you can see like all the like how she like was spinning going through the walls oh yeah that finisher oh my god annihilated her what's what's I think what, uh, like, the biggest testament to what Oda does in this fight in particular is that it's Nami using this weapon, but you see 100% that Usopp made this weapon. Yeah, like, yeah. This was true, a weapon yeah. made by Usopp. This is, this I is don't know. clearly <laughs> an Usopp. I don't know if you guys felt this, too, but when Nami finally, like, destroys Miss Doublefinger... Me personally, if I was Nami, I would still beat Usopp's ass right after that. <laughs> the boy had it coming. Look, you're gonna give me a whole list of like party talking, tricks. You see, you see Usopp on top of uh, uh, what was uh, Usopp being carried on? A stretcher. A stretcher. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought he was on top of an animal or something. But anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the eventually, Lashes comes through. Yeah. Like, he still doesn't want to carry I him. don't think Lashes ever lets him on, though. Uh, no, he doesn't. Despite being injured. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just he is beat to a pulp. He cannot move. He is going to bleed to death. 
and the whole time, uh, the whole time, uh, Chopper is like, no, one of your eyes is working. That's fine. Uh, no, your heartbeat way too high, but it's fine for now. You'll be fine yeah. for another couple of hours. Well, I mean, I feel like Chopper kind of confirmed it when he's like, look, Usopp, I know you're like in a lot of pain. I hope you make it. I just want to apologize <laughs> that I ate a manju bun. I actually kept it because I, I said there weren't any left. And then Usopp gets up. He's like, you check. He's like, like beating the shit out of him for it. Um, I think he's fine. <laughs> I think Chopper realized the same. Being the crew doctor, I think he knows. No, I, th- he, I think he's legitimately panicking. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this could, like, he's fine, but it could break bad at any moment. Like, a, a lung could burst. It could be, mm-hmm. like, he's going to die any second. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I thought that was, that was, that was something that I, I that was one of the things that made me laugh the most. <laughs> well, you know, they start heading into town. And you've got such a good matchup between Sanji versus Bon Clay. There's one thing I want what? to say about the uh, Bon Clay before we jump into this fight that we kind of glossed over, but is another moment that I really love. And a moment that really stuck with me the first time watching this Justin, what did you think about the part where they reveal that they have a, a secondary layer under the bandana that they have around their arms to show that they are the, oh. indeed the Straw Hats? Oh, it's like they're a double d- layer. Uh, like double disguise, uh, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I thought that was I thought that was cool. I was wondering like why I didn't know about it, about it earlier, but uh now they do great uh this um set of episodes really gives me an Ocean's 11 vibe. Like it even though it's kind Ooh, of like yeah, a big like action set piece and stuff like that, the way it, they like go back and they show things that you didn't see that happened before um it's it's very Ocean's Eleven that way. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's like oh, we outsmarted you the whole time. It was this this the whole time I was actually doing this, um, which is also very anime. But uh, the I think doing the flashbacks, like those little flashbacks in between, uh, really make it really sell it and, and make it cool. It works well, so one of the well. Oda like does. It- in some cases that I, that I can enjoy is uh, the same way that the whole world feels like it's breathing when we're not watching. This is also a moment when like the straw hats are acting without us, the viewer having seen it, you know, and it, I, I get what you're saying, but it's also something that I think it, it, it's an interesting thing as a viewer, because then you're like, Oh, I can't take for granted that I've seen everything that happens aboard the Mary, you know? But then it's almost like blank check. Like, for like, if it's done poorly, it could almost be like a blank check for whatever you want. Oh, this whole time I had a gun and he shoots somebody in the head. It, like, you know, that could. It, the, yeah, I don't think it's quite like that because they allude to the the. No, I think that's what Justin's saying. There being a I double signal. He's saying, I'm, I think he's saying like it's not like this. Like, oh, how do we get them out of the situation? Oh, I had this the whole time. It would. It's more of like because like even on a second watch through for myself. You know, watching Usopp ride up on, you know, a camel and he's like, 
you know, like even just like they hinted at it before any of it, where Usopp says something the wrong way, where it's like, oh, that bird's done. Like we got to go. And she's like, wait a minute. Like, are you Usopp? And they show like the band and like Usopp lifts it up. And she's like, you're not Usopp. And you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what, what did I miss? What did I miss? And like, they're planning all of these things. Like, even if it's just in a short period of time, you know, like, you get that flashback of Zoro saying, we have these X's under here. And like, if anybody asks to show, you show the band, take the band off. And like, it's, it's not like the, I had the hidden gun the whole time. I could have, I could have killed you at any moment. It's like, it plays out so well. I think maybe I misread what you were saying, Justin, but no, 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 no. My opinion, I'm saying it's, it's, it's it's not, uh, it's, not the bad version of it. Um, it's the the good version. It's the Ocean's Eleven version of it, where yeah, yeah. it works. Uh, like you know, within the context of the story, um, it's not a, a Batman with shark repellent. Uh, like mm-hmm. you know, when he's out yeah. at sea, it's yeah. not that kind of thing. Uh, which is great all by itself, but it's <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I thought this, that was, uh, uh, super cool. It was something I didn't notice, uh, everybody having, um, a lot of times, like I'd notice the band every once in a while, but, uh, it was cool when they, you know, did the reveal. Um, cause initially I just thought it was just, uh, Vivi cause it's Vivi, right? Yeah. Yeah, Vivi's just like intuition that she could just tell it's not Usopp. Um, but uh, no, just like there's this reasoning behind it made it really it made it really cool. Which is uh, you know, it's a great segue from Bonclay also chasing Vivi and Karu up a fucking mountain. Karu like goes in a second gear. And just, like, rides that fucking way up into Alabasta, you know? Until he flies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Until he flies. Pray with me, Vivi. Pray that we turn to birds and fly far, far away. Fly far, far away from here. <laughs> <laughs> and it leads us into our Sanji Bonclay fight. I'll say... The battle... It's the battle of the Tootsies, guys. Get hyped. First, first of all, I want to say one thing about Bonclay that I don't know if we've ever talked about, and it's probably one of my favorite, like, just little pieces of character art. Uh, Bonclay's uh, hair on his legs. <laughs> like, he clearly shaves his legs, but he doesn't do it every day. Just these little baby hairs. Mm, yeah, that you can see. Yeah, that's yeah. A good I love them, I, especially in <laughs> this good. fight, all based on kicks. It's it makes it really really fun. Like them going back and forth, and like when um, Bonclay is like, "I'm going to put together my from my copy copy montage <laughs> all the weirdest characteristics I ever found." From the people I've copied, and he puts them all together, and it's him, and it's literally it's just his face, but he's got he's got Usopp's nose. Yeah. <laughs> Sanji just Such a bashes good him, and then he's like so bummed about it too. And Sanji, and Sanji's like, yeah, he's he's 
what's I mean, we all knew from the moment we met Bonclave, like he's uh, he's not going anywhere. We like this guy. We like Bonclave, and mm. Bonclave's fucking sick. And Sanji's like, oh, that kind of sucks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it goes like from there. Bonclave's like, all right, and, like he like kind of like starts like swiping through his memory bank of all the faces. And we get to Usopp, and like Sanji just immediately kicks him in the face, and Bonkle retali- like retaliates with, "How could you? That was the face of your friend." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I had a face that you could never hit," and then he just punches it right away, like no hesitation at all. Yeah, he has no. <laughs> Obviously, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh... I know exactly what to do to this face. Uh, until he turns... <laughs> I know exactly what to do. I'm going to kick it like a four-ton fucking bat. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, until he turns into Nami. You know, he does. He finds Sanji's weakness, Nami's face. Which, to be fair, nobody wants to punch Nami in the face. She's <laughs> too good of a character. Eh, every once in a while. <laughs> no, I mean... Oh, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me let me back up. Let me back up. Only in the sense that everyone else is getting punched in the face. That's Nami's true. acting like a tool sometimes. <laughs> she keeps robbing people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Bonkle being Nami, finding his weakness. But, um, you know, it, it gets Bond Boy to a point where he can bust out his fucking goose shoes which i think is so sick like what could be like this like weird character design it's like double feature where he rips it out attaches it to his feet and now he's got this extra reach on sanji where like he's got the nami face which as funny as it could be for him being like melorine melorine <laughs> it's you know it's this person he cares about. He doesn't want to fucking hit them. And now you've got like this extra reach where he can just like destroy Sanji during this fight where every attack that Sanji does, he just falls short that much, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. Um, but, uh, how does he beat him? Well, he tricks him into touching his face with his well, other hand so yeah, he can, no, he can get the drop just, on him. <laughs> Which is it's so clever, yeah. Yeah, I was no. going to say it, but I just I wanted to hear from Bill. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's uh, no, it was I missed you, bud. It's uh, you know, again, Sanji being uh super spy, uh noticing uh like, you know, this uh this feature, this weakness, and, you know, learning to exploit it. I thought he was going to do a thing, uh, Kung Fu style, where he, like, you know, put a bandana around his eyes and mm. fought him blind, but, uh, no, that's not the way they went. Would have no, been cool. Fucking annihilated well, uh, we're also skipping over uh, one of Bon Clay's best attacks, Mascara Boomerang, <laughs> in which he takes off his mascara and throws it at Sanji. It misses Hell and yeah. it comes back and hits him from behind. Get his ass. That's a backstab if I've ever heard one. I don't know. This one, I mean, there were there were highlights in this fight. 
I would say this one. Yeah, no, we're doing these in about the, like the order I enjoyed them the most. Like, I think this is definitely the because <clears throat> it's four, right? We get four fights. Yeah, and this is the three yeah. or four. Yeah. So yeah, this was probably yeah my third favorite. I mean, I don't know. Are, I, wait, like, are I kinda... you, then are you implying that the next fight is your fourth favorite? Yeah. Ooh, I am. Really? Oh, this is okay, a okay, spicy wait, 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 take. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we get into this, because this is probably hands down the best fucking fight. Before we get into this, <laughs> we do get hit with like in between... Vivi hears that Luffy is dead. And she loses her shit a little bit because she is freaking out because she wants Luffy to be there. And... (sighs) Alright, maybe we should get into this fight. Maybe we should get into this fight. Yeah, I think we should save the Vivi stuff for after the four main fights. Yeah. Because basically they all hear the same thing, right? They all hear from one person or another that uh, Luffy died. Well, they Uh, do hear all the same things, and this certain thing plays out before the Zoro fight. But I'm kind of wondering really hard why you didn't like the Zoro fight. It's fucking driving me nuts because the Zoro fight is so sick. I want to hear from you, Justin. What's um, going on in your brain? No, first of all, all these fights... Awesome fights. All the, like, you know, everything is A tier. Uh, what I think to, to me, oh, only have only watched 120 episodes of the series. Uh, only. Like, uh, what I really liked about, what I really like about this uh, show is what I was talking about with the um, Usopp and Nami fights. Uh, and, you know, a lot of Luffy fights, too, uh, where it's not about uh, punching harder. It's about, you know, outsmarting, out, outsmarting the uh, the other person. Um, yeah. I think with Zoro, a lot of his fights, and, and I think also it's because we've seen this before, uh, like uh, during the Arlong Park arc, where it's just like, oh, he's so he's so beaten he's so bloody it's just like he wills through everything uh i think this was another case of that where uh like it's almost like he he willed uh through this uh you know ass whooping to be able to to beat this guy um and i think you even mentioned it before bill that uh uh mr one is the most anime villain that we've yeah, gotten so far in the show. I agree with that, yeah. That's true. So, so it's like, it, it's not that it's bad, it's just something I have seen before. Here's my case. Here's my case for what you're saying, which I totally understand. Absolutely hear what you're saying. When we saw him verse, um, you know, the the fishman in Arlong Park, right? <laughs> I love that you call them the fishmen. They are. They're fishmen. Yeah, no, no, no. I love the way you say it, though. <laughs> fishmen. The, the fishmen. Um, he was wounded from Hawkeye Mihawk, mm-hmm. and he was trying to push himself further through his wounds. It's like doing a fucking 12-hour shift 
with a cold that you've had for like two days, right? He did that. And, you know, pretty incredible. Him versing Mr. Like Mr. One, a guy who's made out of steel, and Zoro does everything he can. He's literally busting out like Onigiri and like all these like high end moves, and he's hitting him too. And like hitting against steel and like just decimating this guy, but it's not doing a damn thing. Just for him to get fucking like he makes the wrong footing. And he gets like a whole drill into his chest. Not once, but twice. And then he like ends up on his back and he's like, I'm I'm fucked. Like I I made the wrong footing. I got heavily fucked up like a normal person person would if they got drilled in the chest and then ended with this like decimating blow that like cuts through him and like ends all the shit and for him to stand up and he literally says like this is it like I have one last blow in me to do and if I fuck this up like I'm done I feel like it's just like the weight of it is like you're getting Zoro at like high end, healed, ready to go. He's busting out all the stops. It's not landing. He's getting fucked up and he's a he's like on the cusp of dying. I feel like that's where like it matters most. It wasn't like he was like wounded previously, like it's just all out this is Zoro's capacity. Well, as I would like a actually fully healed human. I would actually argue against it because he literally makes the comparison to I've felt this before when Hawkeye Mihawk stat like you know stabbed me in the chest. Yeah, where he says he's about to die. Yeah, and it correlates so to he's, him he's like he's makes about to die. The exact same thing. He's like, oh, I've I've felt this before. Um, I think like this time the difference was. He was all of a sudden. He was feeling the what was it? The vibrations. The, yeah, I was, was going to say. Rhythm. First of all, y'all have both been talking about this fight for like five minutes, and we haven't talked about the swordsman who can cut nothing. This is the best part of the whole fucking fight. Is uh, the flashback with with the sensei, and the sensei. He's like, "Watch me cut this paper. Watch watch this paper closely, Zoro." And he throws it up, and he tries to slice it with a samurai sword, and it doesn't get cut. And Zoro's like. That's pretty pathetic, Sensei. <laughs> and, uh, but he's like, no, you don't understand, Zoro. There, uh, there are blades that can cut nothing, and the, and those are the blades that can cut everything. Swordplay that damages everything it touches is not swordsmanship. Like that's the difference. And as soon as we come out of that flashback, Zoro's pondering what, like you know, he's near death and like pondering his Sensei's words, right? Uh, and in that instance we get uh mr one basically saying that like his drills cut everything which is exactly opposed to what the sensei was trying to explain to zoro and you get the moment where zoro can hear the vibrations of everything and he gets you know he gets like slammed through that building uh but he stands up and he's like i didn't get hit by any of the falling rocks but i knew where they would fall it's not yeah. just, i like it's i like not, that part. i knew where they would fall Dude, this is well. This is like we're getting all these kind of Star Wars references in terms of uh, like the supersonic duck squad 
being like the X-Wings. This is like Zoro being in touch with the Force, right? He can, he can hear where the rocks are going to fall. He can feel it. He can sense it. He knows that his katana is under the one boulder, and he picks it up, and then he slices at the tree leaves, and he doesn't cut them, and then he puts the sword in his other hand, and he slices the rock, and it slices perfectly in half. And, and he does that after Mr. he wait, wait, stands wait, 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 there, wait, though. Because this is important. This is the most important. No, it is he, very important, but at... he also felt the sword. He felt the sword under the rock that, that he sliced. He said that, yeah. Never mind. So anyway, <laughs> I was saying, Mr. W- he's looking at Mr. One talking, but he's not hearing anything. And you just And he's like, I can hear it. I can hear his steel. And... He knows that he can do it, and he points the sword at him, and he's and Mister One says, "I don't think you can." Uh, what does he say? He says, "I don't think you can block my. I don't think you can block my attacks with just one sword after you've been so damaged." And Zoro says, "It doesn't matter because I won't be taking them anymore." And the way the scene plays out is kind of interesting because it's like it's almost a cop out because it's like an off screen. But when he does the slash, it kind of like pans away and there's like this uh, kind of like shot of like this, these birds flying over Alabasta and it comes back and Zoro is in the fucking stance. This composition is fucking sweet. And Zoro's got the sword and he just like sheaths it and Mr. One just bleeds out and falls to the ground. And this is total think, samurai stuff. Yeah, it's this, and Luke, so this is where I want you to interrupt me. And what does uh, what does Mister One say to Zoro? I guess that is uh, Tori Hanzo katana katana. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he says to him. Uh, no, he says to him, uh, "That was pretty good. What are you going to cut next, Diamond?" And it's, it's a waste. It's a waste. Oh my god. But I want so you to sick. fucking hold on to that line just in the same way I am holding on to that line cuz I feel like Oda has a way of just tying these fucking things back and I would love I would love 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 to see Zoro cut through Diamond. Be fucking sick. Well, I think now he has the skill to cut through anything well and honestly he was always able to cut through steel we saw him cut through those chains uh way back i was just gonna say i've been waiting i've been waiting so much this entire i know because this is why i was talking so much shit about those fillers where he's like cutting through those steel chains i'm like no this is like zoro is like and it's not that zoro just has his ability it's like he was on the verge of death and he was able to tap into this power uh, the you know hearing the voice of all things right. Uh, this isn't like a just like a standard Zoro skill set now. This is like something that he got pushed so far to be able to dig into his like abilities like this. Um, and meanwhile, in the filler arc, he's just slicing through steel like, oh yeah, I'm cool, I'm Zoro, and and Usopp's like, yeah, you're so cool. Like it's just like no, please don't, please. Do and Oda said that. that's so cool. You saw how he chopped through that so steel. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! I wonder if he's gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna write that. Do it again. Uh, but uh, no, it, it like I said, everything here is is a plus uh, stuff. I thought like you know the, it was it was something I would have seen it, like I could have seen in something 
else and still be fantastic. Uh, I just thought it was the most, what do you call it, like the most shonen. Uh, yeah, it, it like is a very fight. shonen fight. But I think it's stylized extremely well. It is. And I think, it, it, it totally uh, is. I think this is one of the fights that you'll come back after we've you know watched 500 more episodes and <laughs> you'll see i'm no i'm, I'm not even kidding yeah. like no yeah, you'll come back at five after 500 episodes and you'll be like oh this fight had maybe a little more going on than i thought at first like this is a fight that i think is great on first watch but on a second watch through has kind of like a different tone to it in certain in a certain way and you're like, oh, okay, that actually means like a certain thing. Like, it's I think it's pretty interesting, and it's one that every time That's... again, this is probably my third time watching Alabasta in the past like year, year and a half. Uh, and yeah, I still get super hyped for this one. And each time I'm like, oh, it's just so interesting that like you can view it this way, having like knowing more about the One Piece universe. I, but go I, on, Lou. I will also say uh, just to say that one of my favorite things in any sort of uh like swordplay like you know any sort of japanese uh samurai like thing anytime they have their hands on uh their like their swords and then they just do the thing with the thumb yeah to open it it up. up Oh my gosh! Do you either of you have you, either of you guys played uh, Ghost of Tsushima? I I started it and then I got swamped with life, and I still really want to play that game. It is all that like oh you can literally do that all day. <laughs> fun oh, fact, yeah, that's sick. fun fact, fun fact. Because I wasn't as deep into One Piece as I am now. When I started Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, all right, I'm doing it in black and white mode and subtitles the only. Akira, uh, the Akira, uh, or what was it? The, oh, gosh. Yeah, the famous director who did samurai films. I wish I could remember the name. Akirasawa. Akirasawa. You are correct, sir. Uh, I was playing it that way. And not even five minutes in, Bill's watching me and he's like, you know who's the voice actor, right? And I was like, no, who? He's like, Zorro. Yep. Zorro is the fucking voice actor for it. So, I gotta get back. And I got- the Blackbeard voice actor is also in that game. Oh, oh who did you play? I don't remember. He plays because- Blackbeard. <laughs> Well, I just know the voices, so like I, you know, I'm hearing. I'm like Lou. You don't recognize that voice because he had watched a, like a, a a good bit of One Piece at that point. I think you'd watch like up to Little Garden. At, that's at, a at the one. Point that that's that. a one through, man. I can't retain all this in one watch through. Gotta go for my second. But uh, yeah, no. Anytime like you enter uh, like a camp, uh, you have the option to do a standoff where it's literally that and it's like the twitchiest moment because it's like you're waiting you have to uh like attack oh you're talking about the standoffs yeah the standoffs yeah you have to attack at the exact right moment if you do it too early or too late you get you lose like and you basically lose like half your life but when you do it it 
fucking is awesome every yeah, single it time. Feels so good because you do it from uh, sheath to just like finishing move. Oh yeah, it's done. It's yeah. it's it's it's, it's a, game over. It's, there's an actual <laughs> name for that too. There's an actual name. Uh, I actually just recently watched a video uh two samurais reviewing Ghost of Tsushima talking about it. Uh, oh, yeah, I watched those videos too. I watched them for Sekiro. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah, but yeah, the the to have like the fucking the thumb up and then back down and you're like, "Oh, what happened?" <laughs> like, and they do it in everything, but I love seeing it every single time. It's still good. Yeah. It's yeah, never trope, not but amazing. It's always sweet. It's almost makes you wish they could do it in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like it always makes you wish that lightsabers didn't exist and they use swords instead because that was like it is so cool. Okay. Well, well you know, now that we're for done talking something about... that's built out of light, it could technically cut fast as light. Almost. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now that we're done talking about all these stupid fights, we can talk about the real thing that happened in these episodes, which is we find out that Chaka is a jackal. Get the fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> Amazing. It's the best. The whole time. Come on, wow. guys. Chaka. You know, yeah. Chaka, our favorite character. Yeah, like they really built Chaka up. And you know, he got smoked. Yeah, uh, twice. He got off screen twice. And I, Bill even said, what do you expect? And I said, because he's a zone type user. And he's like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, Lou is uh, so discriminatory against zone type users. It's uh, and He had the two greatest knights in his uh, kingdom, both zone types. Yeah, and they got fucked up real quick. Don't talk about oh, Burn Man like that. Speaking of people who get <laughs> fucked up real quick, I, we could probably not even mention this because it happens so quick. They build up these four dudes that are like, that are like the fatal you know, the, fuel the big fighter four. Yeah, these dudes get smoked. I mean, it's like their build up is longer than their actual fight, and actually the the fight's kind of funny because they they drank some kind of like cursed water and they're, they're gonna you know, die they're anyways press yeah. their past their abilities and crocodile's like oh so you guys are like poisoned so if i just stand up here you guys just, just die by yourselves he like goes to the top of the building and they just like die yeah, i was like and gentlemen that is where i stand in the war i would be one of those dudes who's like i'm so weak you know what i gotta do everything i can and i'll drink the fatal fuel and I'll be the one who just stands there, being like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna fight me. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't want to fight." Lewis, <laughs> have you running the other way? And I'd say, "Live to fight another day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is my mentality. Your slogan. As as long yeah. as I'm alive, war's not over. <laughs> Justin's the guy who's running away with dance powder. He's like, "I'm gonna make a fucking killing off of this." <laughs> Yeah, no, I am yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be making a killing off dance powder, my other pocket <laughs> sand, my Fuji's my Fuji sand. And that's how I'm gonna I one guy at a time. Just throw it in their eyes and then just stab yeah. them in the chest. You go to sell the dance powder, you actually got Fuji dust. <laughs> Get him for all they're worth. Uh but uh yeah, yeah. no Chaka, MVP. He got murdered like three times, dude. Nah, he, yeah. 
He tried. He tried. But, you know, during this whole thing, which is... I, I've, It's pretty fucking heavy. Especially, like... I've had this conversation with uh, my one friend, who is also... Happens to be my manager, who I had tricked into watching One Piece, who fucking loves it, is... He was listening to the show, right? He probably is, actually. Oh, probably? Yeah, Shout out. most likely. Shout out, Taylor. What's going Shout on? out, Taylor. Shout oh, out. Yeah. Yo, what's really? up, Taylor? Watching Taylor. One Piece. Dude, it, like, when he first, like, started watching it, he was like, ah, I don't know if, like, this is, like, seems a little bit like a kid's show. You watch fucking King Cobra get crucified to a wall immediately in front of his daughter and just, like, getting, like, berated, man. Like, some heavy shit happening. Yeah. And especially when uh, he still needs information from him. Kind of a kind of a sloppy oh, move. And what does he need information on? Bill? Yeah, so Bill explained this to me because I felt like I missed something. The Pluton. Because I the and Pluton. I and I have it written The Futon. <laughs> I I wanna know where your Futon is. Yeah, he's looking for the Pluton. And so what did we like so obviously this is like this is like a this has been seeded where uh smokers like I don't know why Crocodile chose this island, but I, it's clearly something more than just... T- he's not trying to become the king, you know? He's here for another purpose. And so, what did we learn about the Pluton? What does it do? Um, it's the know. ender of fucking worlds. Oh, it's you can blow up an island. Destroy, it can it's destroy essentially an island. So this is their the Death, Death Star. Star. Yeah. Boom, yes. there we go. A lot of Star Wars uh, Dune, references. Star Wars, it's got yeah. it all, people. But he exactly. does ask. He Mighty does Ducks? ask for a specific thing from uh, King Cobra. So okay, so let, let's go in order here. So he asked for the Pluton, and Co- uh, Cobra is like taken aback. He's like, "How do you even know that what name. that is?" Yeah, um, and he's like, "I don't." I don't, you know, basically I don't have it here or whatever. And Crocodile's like, okay, well then take me to the Pone Glyph. Oh, I didn't Which get that part. another, another filler episode has ruined what No, don't is. say anything about that, Lou. Don't say anything about that. Because that, we don't know what a Pone Glyph is yet. All right. We'll save so, it. So <laughs> we just know what a Pone Glyph is in name only at this point. So, uh, and... And uh, yeah, and then Kosa gets shot four times. Cause why? <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not bust them again, man? You know, Kosa really tries. Kosa tries to end the end the war, and he gets shot four times quickly by Baroque Works. He gets executed pretty fucking quick. The way that happens. But you know what? What Bill and I were also talking about it, and Justin, you got a good point. For an operation called Baroque Works that are trying to be secretive. They do have tattoos that say Baroque Works on their arms. No, it just says BW. Oh, yeah. No, it says Baroque Works. It says Baroque Works. LLC. Loud and fucking clear. C-I-A. That's like if I got ISIS tattooed to me and I worked for ISIS. It's fucking terrible. You don't do that. ass. Spell it wrong. Do something oh else. Oh gosh. Yeah. Spell it wrong like Ace's tattoo. 
Uh, Brush. Yeah. This was, uh, yeah, for uh, Koza being like uh, the the rebel leader, he he went down real soft. Uh, well, that'll happen when you get shot four times. It also happens when you see your childhood friend who's like, hey, this is what's going on. Also, did you see that guy? His name's Crocodile. He crucified my father. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Crocman. I mean, like, he was ready to, like, I think Koza did everything right. He was like, I'm I'm raising the white flag. I don't want to fight. I need you guys to do it, too. We're going to shut everything down. He just happened to get fucking shot four times doing so. Uh, it's it's like no one's ever learned anything from uh, history and historical battles. You send the letter. You meet one on one with. Uh, oh, are you really saying this? Because I'm pretty sure we got into an argument about this last podcast. Actually, oh, I have some boy. notes. So. The War of 1812, right? <laughs> when did that okay. happen? The, uh, uh, actually, was it, uh, 1814 uh, is when it ended, right? Yeah. An armistice was signed. Two months later, the final battle was fought. They didn't even know the battle, the war was over already. And it was actually the most, uh, like, glorious battle. It was, like, the most, uh, like, legendary battle of the entire war and it happened after the war was over because they didn't know that the war was over well that's not something to be proud of no it's not because that's how communication like like that's how long it takes to end a war well not when you got Carew on your side he makes a point no. Carew delivered the letter rock flag and eagle, right Justin there it is there what? it is, rock flag and eagle. Rock flag and eagle. Well, that wouldn't happen in the USA. The, the 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 president would never get caught uh, in front without all that glass in front of them. Let's in like the shot. <laughs> Just like the Pope. Just like well, the Pope. okay. I have a question for you guys. Since you guys are such big fucking zone type users, yeah. How do you feel about Pell? How do you feel about Chaka? Getting off-screened three times, actually. Chaka, at this point, had gotten off-screen three times. Pell got fucked up. I feel like you're up. just adding more each time. No, he uh, really yeah, did. He six got... times. You know what? Watch Chaka... it again. I, I promise you, Chaka got off-screen three times because there was the first one where they show up and Crocodile's there and Chaka's just fucked up. Then... Chaka uh, gets off-screened again, and that's when you were like, what'd you expect? And then the third time is when Chaka's like, I'll hold him off while Koza goes to do the thing. And he gets off-screened again. Listen here. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing about Chaka. Uh... <laughs> he's well, an you old... Know what? You're right. Do- You're he's right. an you ancient know, he, he dog. Doesn't... He doesn't do a lot for the argument f- for his zone type users. He, he, you know what? He really doesn't. You know? He really mm-hmm. doesn't. But uh, are we going to disrespect Pell? He had machine guns. Uh, first he's of all, a bird. I a, was, that was. He's a bird first. No, 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 no,
fucking badass. Justin, tell them. That's uh, first of all, he's got that cool mm-hmm. hat. Yeah. <laughs> got the machine oh, yeah, guns. Justin's all about. He's hats. a fucking what bird. What are you what talking else? about? He, what are you he's talking got, about? So he's tell a him. bird with machine guns. Look, yeah. an entire series based on traveling by sea to fly is legendary. Okay. Like, okay. And he flies in, I, and Lou, he flies up to your face. Boom, boom, boom. It's over. All right. Pal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put a hypothesis in front of you, right? Just like this little, like, get into the mindset, right? All three of us have a devil fruit. We all take a bite. I Justin, eat them all. Justin has a logia <laughs> fruit. He's a water type. He could just blast water, do whatever. I take a bite. I'm a paramecian. And I have paramecia. like I, paramecia. It's paramecia fruit. I can like make bombs and do all this shit. Bill, you take a bite. You're a bat. Caca. Oh, a bat. No, that's you're I don't a bat. responsible for the coronavirus. But you're a bat. So, which one do you think? Would you be okay? Would you be happy with what you got? I guarantee you, Bill would find a way with his bat powers. <laughs> beat both of us and Lewis you he have nothing would. to say because you know that's I didn't exactly think about what that. Happened. no you're right you're right you don't even have to give like a hard fucking example Bill would probably find a way to beat us it's a, he would echolocation it he would fly he'd be using everything sucking the blood totally, out of you he'd be doing oh everything. my god you're totally right fuck uh Man, I thought I had a thing going. Me, like watching, <laughs> yeah, because I, I would be the one. I would be annoyed if I got the Logie. I'd be like, I want the weak and kind of goofy one. Yeah, no, you always want the weak yeah. and goofy one because it was the most fun. Yeah, it's, you're right. Like uh, me, I'm turning into a puddle of water and just going away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going away. I'm just going to flush myself down the toilet. I'm just, ah, I just. I don't even want to be here anymore. We yeah. have to fight another day. <laughs> <laughs> What's actually weird is that if you were a Logia water type that can't swim, how does that work? Uh, you just summon, shoot it. You can't be in it. That's it. You know? Nothing you just said made any sense. You can, you can control water. You can shoot water. You can be water. You get dumped in a pool. Shallow end, doesn't matter. You're dead. But I thought I can control that water. You, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. When you're right, you're right. I mean, it's, uh, that's the only thing I was thinking. I thought about it after, uh, but, because I was like, I would just float into the ocean and then just live on the sea. I was like, but then am I, are, am I not supposed to not be able to swim or whatever? <laughs> I wonder if. There is a water logia. Like, wouldn't there be? We'll find out. Oh, the silence is deafening. I genuinely don't know, and I'm excited to find out. Ooh! That's the final one. My dudes, these episodes are honestly phenomenal. I even... Bill and I actually got to show one of them to our roommate without context and he loved it uh which was a good feeling because you just get to share something that's pretty awesome with somebody else 
I thought you say I thought you were about to say it's a good feeling because we didn't have to kick him out of the apartment. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, that was actually uh, like straight up when we first interviewed him to be our roommate. The first thing we asked him was like, "How do you feel about anime?" Because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of it. Uh, he digs it. So we lucked out. But what are the next episodes we are going to be watching? Because I am fucking hyped to see how Alabasta is going to go. That's We're a, jumping into part four, baby. That's the part four, this is the, the last, the finale. This is the Thank last you. stand. Ooh. Episode what are we watching one twenty one to one hundred and thirty. What do you think is going to happen? We haven't heard shit from Luffy, Justin. How do you think it's going to go? He's fucking dead. dead. Luffy's dead. He's fucking dead. (laughs) No, no, uh, uh, real quick. I know, guys, we had uh, four awesome, awesome Devil for Powers to go over, but we have a special treat coming soon. Uh for our Devil Fruit rankings, the very, very, very strongest Devil Fruit rankings. So, um, I'll give you a little hint. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, maybe we'll find out. Uh, that YouTube channel handle is the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. You already know the name. All you gotta do is type it in. Boom. You know it. You love it. You love typing it. Put it in that search bar. We got. Th- listen, this is new content. We're gonna have a face reveal. Think uh, about I'm gonna that. wear a Phantom of the Opera mask the whole time. Oh yeah, we should all dress. Yeah. Up. So you, yeah, you, you only get one face reveal per <laughs> per, per video. You don't get them all at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's better than nothing. No, and no. you know what? You guys get to see the mutt mutt fruit higher rank the dog dog fruit, and it's gonna mm. be so sweet. We're looking forward to seeing. Wait, you there. is there a dog dog fruit? Well, there's yeah. the jackal. Chaka. <laughs> no, he's he's the he's a dog dog model jackal. So there's like different models. So like the there's a dog dog model mutt, and there's a dog dog model jackal, right? Yeah, but you know the jackal is an old. It's an ancient dog, so he's. We'll talk about this when we actually do the ranking. We're gonna. Yeah, he is. We're gonna fucking fight about it, and I can't wait because Mutt Mutt Fruit is gonna win. (laughs) You're gonna. (laughs) I I I actually cannot wait. Um, (laughs) But uh, if they wanted to see, if they wanted to get a little bit ahead, and they wanted to subscribe early. Um, and they also wanted to listen to all the other shows that were oh, like everywhere else that they can listen to the show. Uh, where were they go, Lou? Well, uh, we're live actually every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. So if you want the show as soon as it's live, subscribe to your podcatcher of choice. That way you get to it's like listen to the show as soon as it publishes follow us on instagram it's at the very strongest pod and give us a shout out if you like the show please give us a shout out lewis's boss give us a shout out you have power do it use it do it 
Do like, it. put it in presentations. Like, like you say, like, this is the way you do a podcast. Or not to do a podcast. One of the yeah. two. Make, make a fucking pie chart. Exactly. Send us a, a PowerPoint. Pie pie oh, I love it. We want it. You guys, don't, you guys have no idea how much I love PowerPoints. <laughs> I think I do. Justin's all about that uh, shit. Yeah, um, Justin's literally the only person alive who cares so much about PowerPoints. Oh, man. It's dynamic storytelling. Let me tell you something. I'm telling a story. <laughs> I'm telling a story through pies. Uh, You're going to love it. But, you know, who could have shown up, right? Who would have saved the day? Uh, was Shanks. Oh. But what happened was I called him on his cell phone and <laughs> he picked up. And he said no. And as you guys all know, when Shank says no, see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye, everyone. I used to call Shanks on my cell phone. Late night when you need, need his